Coming up, we take our stand on the X-Men's last stand, and we take a look at the television series The Shield. Welcome to the screen. Welcome to the screen, all about movies, television, DVDs, and more. I'm Bryce. I'm Derek. And I'm Eric. We have our own unique way of reviewing the movies. We give each movie a rating based on the beer we think it's comparable to. So or the alcoholic really, beverage. The alcoholic beverage. The alcohol- Generally beer. Alcohol. So if it's a movie we really liked, <laughs> we pick a beer that we really liked. If it's a movie that we really didn't like, we pick something really bad. Visit us online at thescreen.taverncast.com. Do you have comments on the show or want to be heard or want to scream Rogue Wave? Hey guys, this is my staff and I'd just like to say Rogue Wave! Hey, this is Alatus and I'd like to give you my best Rogue Wave impersonation. Rogue Wave! Call 734-418-8727. Alright, so let's get into our reviews. A major pharmaceutical company has developed a way to suppress the mutant X gene permanently. They're calling it a cure. There's nothing to cure. Nothing's wrong with any of us for that matter. You of all people know how fast the weather can change. Did you find what you were looking for? The source of the cure is a mutant. More powerful than you. Logan! Gee, something woke up. But she has to be controlled. You know, sometimes when you cage the beast, I can't do this. The beast gets angry. You have no idea. You have no idea what is upon us now. Fury that this world has never witnessed. Magneto's got an army out there. You go to war, you might not come home. She might not come home. You ready for that? We're not kids anymore. Hey, I'm not your father. If you want to go, be sure it's what you want. It's time we make our choice. If you're with us, then be with us. They wish to cure us. But I say we are the cure. Look at me, G. week we went to see x-men actually it's not x-men 3 is it it's just x-men the last stand it's x-men isn't that it Who cares it's x3 it. the yeah. last stand so the triple x no it's not that's a different movie yeah. that's a different movie x- different franchise, different, genre. different intellectual property got it so x-men 3 the last stand yep. uh directed by brett ratner starring patrick stewart ian mckellen halle berry hugh jackman and a bunch of other people and god knows how many other people Stan Lee was in there briefly, as always. So this one, basically, if you don't know anything about the X-Men, the X-Men are a group of mutant... Superheroes. Humans, superheroes, who go around basically doing good, but the the underwriting theme of the whole X-Men series is like a civil rights movement, basically, to get the mutants some equality and some love with the the rest of the species, meaning us normal people. Mm -hmm. And uh, in this movie, we basically follow the plot of what happened after last movie. Really, it's a direct follow-on with with what happened. Part three. Yeah, and you know, we really need to be careful because there are yeah, about a million spoilers. potential spoilers, even if I talk about the second one. So let's put it this way. 
go watch the second one, and then we'll give you the generals of this one. Yeah. And you should watch the other two understand. if you're going to see this one. But I think most people are going to go see this one and have seen the other two. So. so, before we even get into what drinks we picked for this, what's the general feeling you guys have? Derek, go. I didn't like it as much. Uh, it's probably the rest of you guys. As much as what? As much as the first and second one. Again, you know, the first movies, the first series are always the best, followed by the second, which are semi-best, at best. And the third is usually, hey, we need more money. <laughs> Very true. Let's, let's, let's yeah. make another true. movie. Yeah. You know, so that was my take on this one. And I'll, I'll explain why when we get into it. Eric, how about you? Actually, I kind of agree with you in some extent. I think the other two were better, but this one I still think is pretty good. I'm I'm there that this... See, I think this one's better than the first one, though. I, I didn't like the first one like hardly first at all. I thought the first one was real weak in a lot no, of ways. I like that better. All right, so, here, so let's talk about the drinks we picked to describe the movie, and we will get in-depth into it. Derek, what'd you do? I selected Miller Lite, which is a beer Ooh. that I never, never, never drank. That's pretty. That's low. beer. Actually, it looks. It looks long. like urine. It does look like horse piss. Does it taste like it? Uh, you know what? It's so bad that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, dude, that's that's, I know. A, that's a low it's, rating. That's, that's like my that's Miller like Highlight. I mean, I, I drink beer every day, and this is bad. Yeah. All right, what are you doing? I went with Dos Equis Double X. It's my kind of mid-range beer. I like it. It's a mid-range, so okay. Yeah. All so right. So that's my basic feel of the movie. It's a mid-range. Better than, better than any of the movies we've, we've reviewed so far, which isn't saying a whole lot. <laughs> okay. Now, I, did, um, I didn't go for a beer. I went for Captain Morgan's Parrot Bay drinks. They're kind of like... Uh, they're like wine coolers, they're basically not like, as manly. They're like a wine cooler, but they don't have, they've got rum in it. And the, oh, the, yeah, the reason sure. why, I did, uh, why I did this and not a beer, it was so refreshing to see a movie that didn't suck. That I wanted to drink That's something true. that uh, took me back to something that I enjoy, like, i.e. the beach. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying the drink. The drink is very good. Uh, cool. I thought the movie was very good. So there we go. There this, we is, go. this is one of those drinks where you can drink probably 12 bottles and still walk straight. But you know what? It's it's refreshing, and that's exactly how I feel after watching two really bad movies in the previous reviews. I can agree with that. All right, so talk the movie through. What did you like? What did you not like? What did I like? Yeah. Um, a lot of skin. Eric's easy to please. <laughs> what skin are you talking about? There's you know, one scene. No. And that's not a different even, movie. No, come on. There was more than one. Obviously, you guys were looking at different things. All right, well, maybe there was two scenes, but it's not like... I mean, what, what are they showing? You know what you it know was? What? He, he likes Hugh Jackman. I think that's a, what it comes down PG? to. Yeah, I know. He's the one who was at his shirt Here, off. Here's the thing. I mean, that's why, you know, that's why I say compared to the first and second X-Men. They did not really have nude scenes in the first or the second, if we look back at it. How did they have a nude scene here? Well, they had, what nude scene? You're talking about Mystique. Yes, Mystique. Was I wouldn't consider she, that... Well, she no, was, I but you didn't see anything. Right, yeah. but... but what it I'm was saying, a PG movie. So was the first and second. Mm-hmm. But... What I'm saying is that... <laughs> here's the thing, all right? That really made me think the movie was a purely money-making scam. Okay. Throughout the movie, you know, at least from the first part, for the first 40 minutes, 50 minutes, I mean, you can see product placement all over the damn place. I mean, Dell was prime. I didn't even notice. Prime example. Notice that doesn't every me, every damn flat screen monitor that they had in their what did they call it? Their house. I see a lot of Dell flat screens yeah. though in movies and TV. I wonder if they yeah, but if you think about it, that and Apple, you know, I mean, they're X Men. They're advanced technology. Why the hell would they use Dell? But they don't have a manufacturing plant underneath the mansion or something that they're like they turning out their brand name computers. How do you know that? Expert. <laughs> 
Well, that's true. They do have an airplane, don't they? I was you just are say assuming that. <laughs> that airplane came from somewhere. And right. I don't think it's a. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, a, you know, and then and Boeing. then you know we have. Um, I saw you know Harley Davidson was a big promoter, obviously with the bike cars. But they, do you remember? Do you remember all the cars and bikes and stuff they had in the last? But here's movie? the thing: the, you you see cars and bikes in every damn movie, but there are certain yeah, there's shots, ways to feature the logo. There's certain and shots stuff. that just fix on that logo. I didn't even notice. I didn't that. notice it either. You but, know. Okay. So so no, you were like. Glued to the product placement and glued the story to the marketing to the back, and you're like, "Damn it, they're selling to me again!" No, no, it just ticks me off that they can take a possibly good movie and plaster all this marketing crap on it. You know, I mean, yeah, that's how they make money. They probably they'll probably pay them fifty thousand per shot on TV mm-hmm. to a captive audience. What'd you like? Did you like anything? I don't know if I really like this. He like he liked the guy who was sitting next to him giving him the entire running commentary. Yeah, what was up with God, that? I hate Dude, those kind of people. What, what happened there? By the way, I heard it, but I was way down no, the this, aisle. This, from, this from was what he did, right? I was five seats down. I could hear him. Every scene yeah. that popped up, he goes, hmm. Where you go, whoa. Whoa. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like, uh... <laughs> I thought he was having like a seizure down the way because I, I had my feet up on the railing there he's and just he's just like kicking boy. the railing like every two seconds. Well, I, was, I, was, like, I was that close chill. to giving him a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was annoying. Derek right next to me, right? It was annoying. Yeah, I mean, it Get was more annoying than a, a damn cell phone ringing. Well, maybe that's why you didn't like the movie. You couldn't, you could, you didn't even know what was happening. I, I All you was saw was, hmm, ah, hmm, ah, and you're like, damn it, Dell. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I'm just saying don't overdo it. So you liked last week's better than this one. Yeah, like Da Vinci I mean, there. it was more intriguing. Interesting. Least. Wow, dude, we can't be friends anymore. I hate you now. Eric? Um, I think I liked it. I thought the plot was a little... I don't know. It just seemed like it was a little scatterbrained. It's like they, mm. they had a plot, and then they decided to take the whole Phoenix thing, which we won't go too far into, but they just kind of shoehorned it in there in a way that it seemed like it was kind of not given any credit to. And plus, it just seemed like there were so many freaking mutants that they, they added all these new people that, uh, I think, unless you were a comic book a hardcore comic book fan, you wouldn't know who half these people were, and it was hard to keep track of them. And there are a lot of little Easter eggs with that. I'm sure there with, are with fans. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was a mediocre comic book person for about a year, you know, as a teenager, and I like the X Men and everything, but I I don't know who half these people were, and it's hard to. It's like. Do you think for a person then who's not who doesn't know anything about the comics. I'm assuming, Derek, you don't know anything, really, about the I played play the video game. So you know a little, you know, like the general basics, but not... You yeah, like X-Men versus Street Fighter kind of video game. <laughs> okay, so not very much. Not from a, that same Not point. like you the plot know lines. very, very yeah. little, right? I know Eric? a fair amount. I mean, I was a Wolverine fan when I was about, I don't know, 14 or whatever the age is. Okay, so, so then from that standpoint, if you haven't been following the books for years or whatever, how does it play? Well, it's easy enough to follow the main characters. I mean, you already know them. It's all these new ones that they just... just you know, but they did that in the other movies. But that's probably why I like the first one because the first one they're really just introducing the main characters, which are the ones that everyone knows. And, right. Okay. You know, Storm and Wolverine and all those. Okay. This one, it wasn't even so much the the good guys, but the bad guys. It just felt like who are they're just coming out of the woodwork. They're like, yeah, I, I can stick spines out. Woohoo! You know. <laughs> the they were pretty major and, in the books, though, in the comics. Well, I'm sure books. they were, but in the movie, it's like if yeah, you don't no, know no. who these people are, you're like. You feel like they need to give you some reason why this is a this guy's a threat. And well, you're definitely right. They didn't they didn't build him up. Yeah. They didn't give you any character background except for maybe Very little. maybe Callisto got the biggest. Who's Callisto? Callisto yeah, was Callisto? the uh, the one who could sense mutants at a distance and had the speed. Oh, power. that girl. Yeah. See, she, she had the biggest nod basically yeah. of of any of them. Callisto was always Storm's major foe in the books in the comics. I thought it was Toad. 
No. Uh, Toe the wet sprocket. No, and there were there were some notable um, lacks of characters this time. Nightcrawler, yeah. which was huge in the second there. one, wasn't there at all. Yeah. There were some weird things going on with the whole movie. There was some like contractual things. I felt like every and I don't want to give anything away, but every, every time something anymore. something would happen in the plot, I kept thinking to myself, "There's a contractual <laughs> someone, issue." Someone had a contract issue. Yeah, and yeah. they just you know that's they, why they, we're seeing that either either there. they didn't want to be in the series anymore or they didn't want to be much in this movie. But my thought in is is that I really liked it, where I really expected to hate it, given the pre-reviews where people were just all over Brett Ratner's behind as a director saying this guy sucks and he won't be able to pull it off is, and but... well he he does he's an action movie director but he, you know he's kind of a he's not a great director in my opinion but he he's sort of serviceable he's kind of like he gets the job done but in this case i don't know i i think that i don't think he's comparable to singer's work on the movies but he's i think he did a fine job and the way they handled the stuff to me, at about halfway through the movie, it sort of dawned on me that it was like watching a good run in the comic book series. Every once in a while in the comic books, every couple of years, you get a good run, mm-hmm. and you get maybe a year worth of like 12 issues that are just leading to something huge. And, you know, I'll sit there and I'll like pop on a soundtrack or something to read the books, and it's really epic and great, and a lot of people die, and things change, and new people come in, and the whole nine hours. And I was like, this is exactly like the comic books in this case. And I was. I was really happy to see that it turned out that way for me. Hmm. I wonder what your opinion would be if you didn't know the comics books as well. Probably more like your guys, because I would have been confused. I, I didn't, it's not like I disliked it. I just didn't think it was that. Well, you know, I wasn't confused. I mean, movies. it was pretty much good versus bad, good fight, bad. bad. Yeah, there wasn't a whole but lot. But that of lack of characterization, though, for the bad guys must have been a problem. And that's a problem, I guess. Yeah, I, I felt guess like they're especially on comic lovers to understand it. Yeah. Yeah, and see, as a person who loves the comic books. I was like, oh, cool, it's yeah, Callisto. Yeah, I could see oh, how that cool, would make sense if you're Juggernaut. a big fan. But, you but know. The core problem, I thought, with it was is something I think, Eric, you already said, which was that they're, they're basically working something from the comic books in called the Dark Phoenix story. And while it's uh, just a shade of what it actually was in the comic books, it you know very, it very okay. loosely just... follows the general idea. But I think they handled it well. The problem is, is that she was underused. Jean yeah, Grey, that's what I, as to the, me, it seemed like she was kind of attacked on. Yeah, you know. Actually, a, you know what? Like I don't think she said it, more than but... ten sentences in that movie. No, and it was no. Un, it was really unfortunate because that story is just exactly. one of the best. And it, had they moved it into a couple of movies where they built her up, it, it would have been yeah. better in my mind. However. Given the fact that I think they were concerned they were only going to get one more movie out of the series, I think they probably did the best they could. Not to mention the fact, you know, I mean, we all know these movies. They don't always end. They end, and they may seem final, but they may not. Yeah, exactly. And it gets worse. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And one thing I was expecting <laughs> was uh, to see the phoenix somehow fly. Because oh, yeah. I remember reading one comic book when I was young and when I was under... Oh, she could fly, under, sure. Yeah, but I expected to see, you know, Half wings, flames... Levitates. Oh, yeah, I know what Flames surrounding her. I yeah. remember watching the X-Men cartoons back then, you know. You no, know. you're right. So... I really liked the way they showed the power that she had, especially was there was cool. one scene mid midpoint of the movie where um, Xavier and Magneto both confront her, mm-hmm. and that scene was really cool as far as how bad she was how strong she was in her powers i thought that was really neat how they showed everything sort of unraveling at like an atomic level it was i thought it was really cool you know what that reminded me of huh fire starter the, the movie where the kid is possessed oh yeah oh, with um, drew barrymore yeah i think yeah yeah, yeah. Which was a kid yeah yeah 
Hmm. I don't remember what happened, though. Well, it was just basically... Well, she could burn people, couldn't she? Right. That kind of setup where someone just stands around, and suddenly everything around oh, gets, I don't know. I thought, you know, destroyed. I guess I thought it was cool, because it, it just, to me, it was like she was so, you know, unkempt power, that if she would just let it go, she could, like, destroy the planet. That's, she was so bad. You know, badass, all of us, you know? we have to let our power go, our inner power go, and once <laughs> we do that... Did you guys like the, the Iceman Pyro... Thing I this time. I've never cared about those two characters. It oh, just see, seems so artificial them. to me. That's a oh, see, typical. They're, they're like my favorites. No. Some of those. Some of that. Stuff. I like the main characters. That's a typical it's... stand down. Oh, I don't know. See, I once no, again, I have to disagree. Just, I just really like it. You know your background. My complaint there is you didn't see Iceman really ice up. He, he ices up once where he like looks like he really goes into the full ice mode, but he doesn't go nuts like he does in the books. And I really wanted to see him like go nuts, like get all spiky and throw have to ice wait bolts. For the sequel. And, Ride his little ice ramp around and do the whole do the whole thing, but not yet. I think that this movie produced was on kind of a tight budget. Actually, they did, and we know that they did. I mean, I, did, they had I don't a very know that. Small, they had a very small budget, and that's one of the reasons Brett Ratner was brought in, and that's why they had a tight filming schedule, they had a tight release date. There was a lot of things in that. I part. think they were figuring out what were the best scenes to put advertising more than what to you know how yeah. to follow the the comic or to develop the characters personally. well do you know they uh i don't know if you guys notice this or not but i mean the, one of the key things that screamed budget to me that, that i think they handled pretty well overall but it still was there if you compare like say the spider-man movies and what you've seen of the previews of the superman movie where you see him flying compare the flying type stuff to what you saw in this movie it was all like late 80s wire work where they're it all looked a little bit like mm-hmm. it's yeah. very it's very wiry and not not yeah. organic. Well, now yeah. they've it mastered like the flying stuff in recent on, movies. Yeah. You know, yeah, well, they but they couldn't use... afford it. This is why I'm drinking. Other this is exactly really why I'm drinking it. Parrot right. Bay so, because yeah. it's so refreshing that I'm finally seeing a movie that that, and I'm I'm telling you why I picked this is because it is to me it's like finding that zen at the beach where you're sitting there oh, just yeah. watching the surf because for the first time in the past two movies we've seen I've sat in the theater. And even though I expected to hate the movie, 15, 20 minutes into it, I was sucked into it. I was totally into it, to the story and the movie and seeing what was going to happen. And I was loving it. So was the guy next to Derek. Yeah. yeah so, was, so was my neighbor. Uh-huh. <laughs> king, 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 going to kick the thing. And he was eating popcorn, too, and spilling all over the place. Yeah. But, you know, oh, compared, compared like to, to, to the um, Da Vinci Code, I'd rather go watch the Da Vinci Code again if I had to. I might just because I feel like there's things I miss, but that's just right. because it's, of the it, there's there are more things movie. to catch there in that movie. In yeah, this if, movie, there's not a lot. No, I mean if you want to do a good good you know Marvel, I agree with you. I guess I mean it's not it's not like it's it different was kind a, of movie. It wasn't right. a complex movie. This movie, no, but then again, were any summer... of the X Men complex? No, but no. I think they're produced better. I agree with you. I think you in, know, in I mean, general, if, if you I don't want, agree with you, you on wanna... the first one though. I think the first one seemed like it was on a budget. They, the first one, the well, first one probably was, but well, the ones that I had a, the complaint about on the first one was is that they they didn't show the 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 powers of the guys very well. They they had very few action segments, and mm-hmm. when they did, they were really underproduced. The music mm-hmm. was poor. The pacing was poor. It seemed uneven. Now the characters in the first X Men were great. Yeah. The story was pretty good. But the the implementation of it was bad. The mm-hmm. second one, I felt like they got it all right. Like they finally were able to get it so that they had enough budget and enough, you know, action sequences that really worked, and they showed that they developed the characters a lot more. And this one, for me, they just continued right along from where they were, with some setbacks in budget. And I agree with you guys. There was, you know, for such you know, a... the story was candy in some spots, but in other spots, I mean, I really liked the story. It just well, story, depends on. Yeah, I don't think the story, the basic story, was fine. It just felt like they just kind of crammed in all the Phoenix stuff. Right, right. 
It had very little to do. I mean, they could have left her entirely out of the movie. You wouldn't the tell the difference whether and, she was there or not. And honestly, I was hoping that's what they would do. I was hoping that they would leave her gone. Yeah, you, can, you feel like, like they're sitting there writing movie. it because they, they had to write two versions because they weren't sure if she'd be on board. I don't know what the right. history is. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and then they said she said okay, and so they wrote her in in this kind of artificial way that. Well, for X Men fans, I mean, the Dark Phoenix story is like one of those watershed moments. I mean, it doesn't. There's very few things in the X Men books that get much bigger than that storyline, and so to do it all in one movie is like, how do you compress the Lord of the Rings saga into one movie that runs two hours and twenty minutes or so? Yeah, I mean, you could, especially with, if you've got uh, a whole other plot going too. With a good yeah. director, you could. No, I don't think It'd so. Be pretty tough. And a little bigger budget, maybe. I don't think so. It's not I mean, even a budget here's, with here's, that. Here's my beef with it, right? If you're going to make such an epic production following the sequel and knowing that there are millions of X-Men fans out there, you would want to put a little more effort into it or at least more budget into it to, yeah. to make it successful. I mean... But that's not how studios case, work. Though, point in case. Look at how... <laughs> that's logical. All right, so <laughs> wrapping this up, Derek, see it or don't see it? Don't see it. Eric, Wait for the rental. I'd Wait say if you like the first two, see it. If you like the whole comic book movie thing, see it. If you don't like them, don't see it. I'm saying essentially the same thing Eric is. If you're a fan Such of the comic books, go see it. Uh, and if you're not, I think you'll probably still like it. I was like a it. fan of the comic books. I just wasn't as big as you well, are. So. That's, let, let me see. If, if you like the second one, go see the third one. Oh, definitely. But, but don't overexpect. Well, that's always a good idea. Well, <laughs> you, know, you know, with maybe, any of these movies, maybe so. my problem was is that I underexpected. I didn't think it was going to be good at all. I mean, I had read all the advanced stuff that said how bad it was, and I was like, well, I guess I'm not expecting this to be anything but a crappy movie, and I was extremely pleasantly surprised. Uh, cool. People, you must listen. They won't take us seriously. They want to exterminate us. This cure is voluntary. Nobody's talking about extermination. No one ever talks about it. They just do it. And you go on with your lives, ignoring the signs all around you. And then one day when the air is still and the night has fallen, they come for you. Excuse me? It's only then you realize what you're talking about organizing and committees. The extermination has already begun. Make no mistake, my brothers. They will draw first blood. They will force their cure upon us. There's only one question you must answer. Who would you stand Alright, so this week's Netflix flicks of the week was uh, The Shield. Specifically, it was uh, Season 2, Disc 2. But I've been getting The Shield on Netflix now for pretty much since I started it. I started it from a recommendation from another friend, not one involved in the show here. And uh, 
I, I didn't go in thinking I'd like it, so I just put the first disc of the first season on, thinking, you know, oh, it's going to be another just another cop show. I've seen, you know, once you've watched a season or two of, like, NYPD Blue and Law and & Order, I feel like you've seen every single one of these things. But, yep. But I was, I was pleasantly surprised, and I'm still watching it now. And Eric hooked me into it. Yeah, I, I recommend it to Bryce. And, and I had the exact same reasons Eric did about why I didn't want yeah, to watch Yeah, you feel like it's like, okay, we're going to have the usual thing where it starts out with a murder, they find a body, you know, the cops figure out who it is, they track him down, and then you end with the law, you know, the, the courtroom crap. But it, it's not. It's, well, it's, the hook with The Shield is, uh, first of all, it stars Michael yeah, Chiklis. Or Chilkis? Michael Chilkis, I guess is the guy. I think it's Chilkis, but whatever. Anyways, um, and he's a good actor. Honestly, nobody else that I can think of at this point. But no they're one... all good actors. Yeah, they're all they're all good. They are. Yeah, yeah. Any hot chicks in there? Some, yeah, a little bit, but not not bit. They're, not they're all kind of not normal. like unrealistically so. Yeah, though. they're all pretty normal looking people. Anyways, the hook with the shield is that Michael Chilkis plays this this cop who's the runner of this thing called the Strike Team, which is an anti-gang like squad. A, yeah, and he. He's a dirty cop, and the whole anti-gang squad is dirty. I don't think we're ruining anything. No, no, totally not a dirty cop. I'm not ruining a thing. The whole series and is based on but the thing, no, but the thing is, But you is, don't though, see that in TV very often. Yeah, but uh, the thing is, though, that's it's it's even more complicated than that, because it's not just that they're dirty, and that's, that's black and white. They're, they're just, just bad. Dirty. They're kind of good at the same time. I mean, you can see what they're trying to do. They're, they're, they're using unorthodox and illegal methods to try to actually do good things, at least 90% Yeah, so I think one, one of the first episodes in the first season, which I don't think we're really giving too much away, is, what is it, a little girl gets abducted, and they think that she's been abducted by someone who doesn't have her best interest at heart. We'll just leave it at that. And he, he's willing to do some fairly illegal things to the suspect to try and find out where this girl is at, because they're worried about her. You know, and you can kind of see both sides of that. You know, you can see that you don't want him, you know, you don't really want cops doing that kind of stuff. But on the other hand, in a situation like that, you're like, well. The know. entire program has this whole group of characters. It's a very that are gray all area. Very kinda. complex. Yep. Um, you got a character named Dutch who's this, uh, he's a detective and he's sort of a, a master of solving crimes. It's kind of a psychology kind of yeah and he he really is is striving to understand the criminal mind and whatnot but the problem is is that he's got all these internal flaws which make him you know uh incredibly unstable and you see there's a big twist with his character yeah, that don't, you, even don't, you don't know yeah, I don't don't yeah. give anything away for anyone so it's a but, series oh yeah, oh yeah it's a series but it's, it's really it's i think it's way it's right up there with um sopranos battlestar galactica lost <laughs> wait battlestar galactica have you never seen it do I ever want to see it? Yes, you do. Do they have? Like, it's a least, fantastic. At show. least watch the first. I know. I know. Well, I know you're not a big. You're not yeah. a big sci-fi fan, but I was though until until Luke Card got zapped up today. Galactico is different than any other show, but we're not talking about. If you're Galactica basing off today. Star Trek, then go see some real sci-fi. Yeah. Galactica's. Like, I can. I'll, uh, I'll give you the. X-Files. I'll give you the DVDs, and you can tell you what. You can, if you you watch the DVD and you come back and give us a review. Yeah, let's do All that. Right. I'll All give right. you the DVD, and you, you come back and you kick off our Battlestar Galactica. Because you're not a sci-fi thing. person. So All right, I review. bet you they're... Oh, okay. Okay. Back to the shield. Yeah. So it's very... Uh, it's, it's it's really It's good... gripping, and it, and it goes... Now... It, it's from show to show to show, and it's not. There's no standalone shows. They all link. Yeah, I mean, together. some of them have standalone kind of throwaway plots, usually as the second plot that's going on in the background. But yeah. But for the most part, it, it all ties together. The other thing that you should probably say though is it's not a. I mean, this is. 
a more adult show, I would oh, say, than God, yes. than even like NYPD Blue. Oh, or, yes. It's this not is Sopranos. Playing, really. Yeah, you should watch this. I mean, it's not as obviously as. Oh yeah, very much. Adult, but yeah. not not as much as Sopranos. There's you know because it's, it's still close. on primetime TV, but it's as close as they can get on primetime TV. Yeah, yeah so. adult that I'm thinking about. Not, no, no, Derek. No, watch Sopranos for that. Oh. Or something else. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with the shield. I mean, have you guys seen uh, the movie A Simple Plan? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? I believe so. I like it. It's the one where they uh, where they steal the money or they find they money. Find money they in find the stolen woods. money and then they yeah. try to like and hold on to it and cover it up. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that's a yeah. good movie. At any rate, though, Tom it's Cruise. it's very much like a simple plan. The whole show is like a simple plan. It's like these guys keep making these bad decisions and but then you, they at try the time, to they, they try to, not like stupid decisions you kind of see there why they made the decision well, you see why they made it but yeah. you still know it's like yeah. you're like don't do that man come on and yet they make this decision and then for like the next whole season of the show they're trying to backtrack to work themselves out of this bad decision that they made and they keep trying to cover it up and one lie compounds another compounds another it, it's really fascinating mm-hmm. and none of the characters are black and white. cardboard yeah they're not black and white. No, They're all shades. None of them. However, there are I, I would say now ever after watching it, there's definitely good and bad. There are some that are bad, there are some that are good. Yeah, but, but it's, it's still kind of a judgment call probably. The I character would guess. of Claudette, Detective Claudette, she's the I think the only one who's even close to being like straight morally good. Mm-hmm. And she even advances more as the series goes on as being straight morally good. Everybody else Everyone He's either got low on the on. spectrum or yeah. somewhere up in the middle there. Was yeah. someone killed in a library with a candlestick? No. No, and you know what? There's God, no albino self-flagellating monks either. Well, wait, maybe there are in a future episode I haven't I seen. Know, I hope You've not. seen more series of the series than I have. There's not that I know of. But, hey, guess what? Taylor Hicks won the American Idol. So... Talking about crappy shows you here. Guys don't watch so, anyways, check out I'd the Shield on DVD at Netflix. <laughs> yes, definitely check it's out the Shield awesome, if you like awesome cop series. flicks that are gritty and not <laughs> not American Idol. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you for listening to this episode of the Screen, and please check us out at thescreen.taverncast.com. You can also give us a call on our Skype line, which is I can't read it from here seven three four. 418-8727 or just have a cast for our Skype. Alright, thank you. We'll see you next time on The Screen. The Screen is a Snapdragon production and part of the Taverncast family of podcasts. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com. <laughs>